0: Hello and welcome to the Probe Dental Podcast with me, James Cook. We've got a very big uh, guest lined up for you today. We've got Nairn Wilson, CBE, on the show. He probably needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyway. He is the Honorary Professor of Dentistry and Former Professor of Restorative Dentistry and Dean and Head of King's College London's Dental Institute. He also served as the institution's Deputy Vice Principal for Health. His expertise encompasses the regulation of dentistry, international trends in dental education, tooth-coloured filling materials and related systems, and minimally evasive approaches to conservative dentistry. Wilson has received numerous awards for his contributions to the dental sector, including the aforementioned CBE. But we're here today to speak about Nairn's latest venture, as he is the honorary founding president of the College of General Dentistry. You may have heard all about it already. It's been in the news. Nairn himself even wrote, uh, contributed a full page to a recent issue of The Probe. You can find that in the June issue. We speak today about what the College of General Dentistry is, its purpose, how its formation came about, what the college's relationship is with FGDP, as it's kind of spawned from a vision held there, uh, as well as other organisations. We also discuss how you all members of the dental team how you can all get involved uh, and what the future holds fostering the science art and practice of dentistry the college of general dentistry is being established with a vision of leadership in the professional team to deliver excellence and confidence in oral care for everyone we're going to encourage all of you to find out more about the college find the link in the episode description and have a look as it works its way to gaining a royal seal of approval a royal charter that's right, the goal is to become the Royal College of General Dentistry. As you'll hear, Nan is extremely passionate and enthusiastic about the college, which is why we jump right into the conversation right now. Hi Nairn, uh, how are you doing?
1: Yes, very good indeed, excellent. I'm very excited about the College of General Dentistry.
0: I can imagine. So, I mean... We'll, we'll kick straight into things. I mean, what what is the college of general dentistry, and uh, you know, how did its formation come about? Well, you many would say
1: you and be very surprised that dentistry doesn't already have its own college, let alone its own royal college, because just about every other part of healthcare in the UK, uh, physicians, surgeons, down to paramedics anaesthetists etc have all got their own royal college and many have had them for tens if not hundreds of years and people are staggered you know outside that doesn't have its own college let alone its own royal college so apart from putting that right um why are we putting it right well you know many would say that uh, a professionalist you know get three legs to it like a stool um One is a regulator. We have our own regulator in the GDC. The other is a professional body. Yes, we've got the British Dental Association. It's been around uh, since 1886. Uh, And the third one is our Royal College. So we're putting that right as well. Third leg on the stool. So what's a college all about? A Royal College is a totally independent body that works for the profession run by the profession for the profession. It sets standards, creates things like guidelines, and as this college is doing, creates career pathway opportunities for all its members and the people in the profession. And much more besides, uh yes, it is an organization that once people are in. It's a network of people, uh, over and above all the other things it does. And yes, the college is UK-wide, and yes, it's for the whole dental team, everybody. So uh, a potential membership in the UK alone with the GDC registers for 120,000 plus. But it's also hoped that the college, as all the other Royal Colleges in the UK, uh, will have quite a lot of international activity and international standing. And that's another plus that you know, people in the college will have... Links internationally and opportunity to collaborate uh, internationally through things like CPD activities, we hope international symposia that we run with the college, international journal, etc., etc. All these things you can reasonably expect from a college. This college of general dentistry is delivering that and more. And you, know, as I said. I am very excited about this, and I think it's a, a very important and a very it's historic but um, a much needed development in dentistry. And I think it's very timely too, coming out of the pandemic. It's going to be a new unified voice for dentistry that we haven't had before, for the whole of the profession. And yes, there are issues in the new norm, the new world that we we'll find ourselves in, that will have to be addressed. And last but not least, um, you know, it is the aim that we are going to, through this new single voice, be heard at a much higher level because dentistry hasn't had its own Royal College. You can imagine through, for example, a pandemic, the Secretary of State said, get me all the presidents of the Royal Colleges in here. I want to talk to them about this crisis and how we manage it. And we just weren't there. You know, we don't have our own oral college, yeah. You know? So, by way of example we where a voice that we want and must be heard, you know, can be heard through this body. And I think that that's really important for in dentistry going forward, because I strongly believe in dentistry uh, has been marginalised. It should be part of general health provision. The importance of oral health to general health and well-being we must be in future planning for health care provision uh, and i would actually say healthcare and social care because dentistry provides a lot of social care as well as just oral health and we should be in there
0: why, why do you think just on a side note why do you think dentistry is kind of sidelined
1: well it's 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 complex um because people historically have not valued their their oral health, let alone their teeth. You know, I'm of a generation. I still remember people saying, oh, great, just take my teeth out. You know, they're just a nuisance. You know, uh, happy to live with complete dentures. Lots of people had them, and it was unusual. There was almost an irritation, these teeth, and, you know, get rid of the damn thing. But, you know... So, listen, there's a large historic element to it. Um, possibly it could be argued that uh, dentistry, we're very good at uh, you know doing a lot of talking internally and you know, debate and discussion within the profession. But it could be argued that we've been not very good about promoting ourselves and reaching out to the public and engaging them uh, and engaging policy makers and so on, right up to a high level um, of getting the message across that, you know, this is important. This is an important part of general health. You know. If we can give somebody recently diagnosed with diabetes, improve their oral health, it might make the difference between self-controlled management and pills for life. So that can save the health service a huge amount of money if somebody can self-manage their diabetes, etc through correcting oral health um, and other things. So maybe we have not been good at putting the message out there and relating to, you know, the public generally and getting a message across. Um, So historic attitudes, maybe we haven't been good at getting our message out there. And I also think that uh, it is, you being part of a system that, you know, know, a focus has been elsewhere um, on other things have been more important than health. I think that too has changed um, in sort of people in society now through things like Zoom and meeting and interactions and Facebook and TikTok and all the rest of it. Appearance has suddenly become much, much more important. I continued to give clinical lectures and um, talked about, you know, <coughs> dental attractiveness and aesthetics and so on. You know, I always used to say it started in the sort of mid-90s, you know, where you know, magazines, um, uh, you know, uh suddenly people had open mouth smiles, they showed their teeth. Um, and it's like portrait photographs. You go to the National Portrait Gallery, everybody's got closed mouth no teeth. Artists are not good at painting teeth. But it's it will change and um, suddenly teeth are part of the face and the appearance and the, you know, the image you have of these media influencers and so on. Big smiles and the importance of teeth and so on. It has changed in society I think. And that is helping us. So Historically, they didn't feature at all, but hopefully we are going to see a lot of change and people want dental attractiveness and to look really good dentally, you've got to have good oral health because if you get bad gums and so on and big gaps, it's hard to get dental attractiveness.
0: That's interesting, isn't it? So aesthetics and um, I guess cosmetic dentistry, essentially the focus on that is actually having the effect of helping on the just plain health side
1: oh yes well you know but it's like that in general health mm. to look good people lose weight or you know, you know go do other things you know to improve their attractiveness overall yeah you know get lumps and bumps removed from the head and face and so on you know, you know why not get your teeth looking good yeah and yes it used to be the case and again i'm old enough you know, looking good was a secondary consideration to fixing teeth and you know getting function and comfort right and so on but a lot of it now is you know, and even at my time people presented and said i want my teeth to look better and you say well hang on a minute you've got some holes and gum problems and so on and they say well i want my teeth looking good They say yeah yeah but we've got to fix the holes in the teeth and the gums first you know before you know we then make the teeth look good um, But at least they were coming and, you know, people that previously didn't attend, were coming to seek dental care um, because of attractiveness, rather than sore tooth or bleeding gums or whatever it was. But coming back to the college, I hope through standard setting and yes, the college will inherit a lot of the um, publications from the faculty of general dental practice that is literally on the point of now leaving the Royal College of Surgeons of England and transitioning into the new college to form the sort of core of the new membership. So it's, um, uh, you know, they bring with them their standards, documents and so on, and the college will be building on those um, and taking them forward. So lots of exciting stuff to be done. You know, I'm just, uh, yeah don't necessarily want to live my life all over again, um, but if I were, um, I would see this full of opportunity for people throughout the profession. You, know, Yet yeah, this college really, if it's successful, could be transformational and provide a lot of opportunity you so, know,
0: for the profession. So how, how do members of the dental team get involved then? I mean, do, do you have to, I mean, so, say you're an extremely experienced dentist, are you going to get much out of the college?
1: Absolutely. You know, we're acutely aware that you know, uh, people in modern society you you know, will look at something like this and say, What's in it for me? Do I get value for money out of this? Um, um, and gone are the days, of, again, I'm of a vintage, so, you know, it was important for me to get a fellowship in dental surgery to progress my career. And I paid a lot of money to a Royal College just to have those initials after privileged to have them and didn't really expect much else. I mean, anything else from money, um, that was a bonus. But that, those days have gone, you know, people look at things very differently and creating and designing this college, we were acutely aware that, you know, it has got to be meaningful. It's got to be accessible. It's got to be flexible and it's got to be really good for money for people. Um, so yes, will be doing these things so what's in it for all members of the dental team from the experienced dentist to the newly qualified dental nurse they are all going to have you know, opportunity to advance careers and there is exciting news coming about new innovative career pathways which are going to be based um, not an old-style examinations and getting diplomas and stuff overall to be about personal development you know building your portfolio um and looking at people's appetite to move forward and develop themselves and commitment you know rather than you know learning you know minutiae of detail and footnotes of information etc it's you know something quite different so watch this space for the stuff about the career pathways so career pathways um an incentive to move forward. Most uh, registrants of the GDC are very good and do more than they need to with CPD. Getting credit for that, and through recording that in your portfolio of enhancing and moving up in, this, in your standing in the college of moving from member to associate fellow to fellow, etc., and getting recognition for what you're doing. So a large element of a career pathway Somebody at long last is going to recognize I spend a lot of time in you know, improving my knowledge and skills and understanding for the benefit of the patients. Um, you know, other than sitting examinations and so on. just by doing that and you know, applying myself as you know, a committed practitioner, a member of the dental team, I am going to progress forward and get recognition. So it's going to do that. If you look at the college website recently revamped, um, you'll see that we're working on member benefits. Dentists, for example, with dental protection, um, up to 8% discount on your indemnity fees, which for some dentists who are doing things like implant dentistry and so on, that's a very substantial discount. In fact, could more than pay your annual dues to the college um recently signed up with pro Dental, um that there are going to be free of charge uh international quality webinars available to all the members with um personal development online portfolio for you to record all the information and there will be other benefits that are coming through in the system uh that we're working on uh, as members you will Members' rights to come. The college is planning to have international symposia. Uh, um, we are working with Quintessence Publishing to come up with a plan. Again, we hope there will be announcements of that we'll not this in the not too distant future. And um, other things are in the pipeline. So, yes, in taking the college forward, we're acutely aware that this has got to be something that is seen to have value to people, and you
0: know, is good value for money at the same time. Fantastic. I mean, just um, just to kind of rewind a bit as well, you mentioned previously, um, obviously, the FGDP. I know you've got a, the college has a bit of a relationship that goes back a little while. Is that correct? How, how does that work? Well, it was always, uh, the FGDP was formed in
1: 1990, um, And, uh, you know, there, at the time, if you want a bit of the history, there was a group uh, that, at that time, was going to set up a college of dentistry, and there was a great debate. And of course, they had no money, nor resources, and the um, faculty of dental surgery in the Royal College of England uh, were a little anxious that you know, of this body being set up and possibly in competition with them. And after a long debates, some of which was you know, uh, rather vigorous. Um, a decision was taken that uh, they would form FGDP and it would go into and be hosted by the Royal College of Surgeons of England, who would then give them access to their exams department and all their infrastructure, etc. But from the outset, FGDP said their ambition would be one day to break back off from the College of Surgeons and become an independent college. That has evolved over the 29, 30 years, since 1991. Um, uh, And the vision for the college has become college not just of general practitioners, um, but for the whole dental team. And I do see it as uh, this ultimate coming of age for the dental team because within the college, it has been developed that all members, have parity and equality within the college. And uh, whether you're a dentist or a dental nurse, you have potential to work up to being a fellow in that college. There there will be challenges and expectations of personal development that are equivalent um, across all the different categories of GDC registrants. And this is linked in with the career pathway work. So it's not gonna be necessarily you, or well, the only fellows in the college are dentists, etc. No, it is an opportunity whether you're dental nurse, technician, clinical dental addiction, hygienist therapist, you will have the opportunity to uh, aspire to be a fellow in this college um, together with dentists. And there will be faculties uh, within uh, the college, faculties and schools. Faculties initially four, dentists hygienists and therapists, um, technicians, including clinical dental technicians and dental nurses. Uh, and you will both be able to participate in the sort of core body of uh, membership of the college and also within the faculty that's going to be more focused on your, your area of uh, contribution to the dental team.
0: Fantastic. So. I know you've mentioned as well other organisations are supporting um, the college yes. as well.
1: Yeah, well we're, uh, we're up to now more than uh, 70 organisations have lent their support to the formation of the college, right. not just in dentistry, uh, other uh, existing Royal Colleges such as Royal College of Institutes, radiologists, child health etc. They can see the need for this College, hopefully, Royal College for General Dentistry. So we're up to more than 70 organizations they're all listed on the college website. Um, and you, this is important because you're um, on two or three fronts, uh, but moving forward, what we want is uh, organisations that we can look towards future collaborations, because Yes, we want to work in the future of collaboration, let's say they're all college of anesthetists and all the stuff on dental sedation and pain control. And there are still issues there as we move forward. There'll be new drugs, there'll be new approaches to sedation, pain control, et cetera. to set standards and do it together with colleagues in uh, anesthesia is great. New imaging techniques, we'll work together with the radiologists. Or child health approaches, or uh, child health, lots to be done there. So, another big advantage of getting to college is more interactions at the level that we've not previously had in dentistry when we're tackling some of these issues that are real issues in everyday general dentistry pain control, sedation, looking after kids, imaging, goodness. These are everyday events and everyday surgeries all the time, yeah. But it's also important that we have the support of organisations, um, not only as a, a bank or a pool that we'll be able to call on for collaboration, sharing their expertise, etc., um, in developing royal standards. You to get our royal charter, which is the next big step for the college. Um, you. Uh, making applications to the Privy Council, over and above ticking a lot of boxes about governance and having the right structures and arrangements in place, is credibility. Is this um, uh, recognised generally to be um, a worldly development? Uh, Is this something that's just needed? And yes, um, it will also ask about sustainability, and you're going to get the first plug here to move on the college needs members, you know, get in there. This is a huge opportunity. Don't be a bystander. You know, get from, get in there, contribute to this because it is a major development and a really important development in the profession. And that's what we need to persuade the, the Privy Council, you know, to uh, have our majesty put pen to paper and give us a Royal Charter and that then increases the standing and status of dentistry you know that we have our own independent royal college yeah that we don't have at the present time and the profession needs it it deserves it and it warrants it Uh, so how do we get there well where the college is doing everything it can But we need the folks in there, and we need other organisations in dentistry that we want to work with collaboratively. If we haven't got you already, we want you other organisations to be joining this list of supporting organisations. No cost, no commitments, just opportunity
0: to put their logo on our list of supporting organisations, and it will help move us forward. So essentially what you're saying is you need everyone to band together to help gain a a royal seal of approval.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's pretty much it. And folks to join, of course. Yeah. Because obvious question, if you were on the Privy Council and saying, well, this is great, all these people support you, you tick all the boxes, you get trustees, you get charitable status, et cetera, et cetera, we've done all that. um, Well, how many folks have joined it? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty obvious question, yeah. So, and it it is a bit of a sort of chicken and egg sort of thing. The more people that join, the better the college is going to be, the more benefits it will attract. Um, And uh, if we get the members in first, we can negotiate many more benefits, many more good arrangements for them. So, uh, positively encouraging colleagues to give serious consideration um, to getting into the college in the knowledge that we are designing something that is going to be genuinely worthwhile, a valuable contribution to people's professional life, and it's going to be good for labor money.
0: Fantastic. Is is there any any other message you'd like to kind of put out there to the industry? (laughs) Oh, well, very much so. I mean, well, um,
1: industry as well, yes, Uh, We want to work closely with dental industry as well. Um, You know, really important, you know, it's all part of the overall package of delivering healthcare and through this initiative, if we can enhance the standing and status and arrangements of dentistry, it's recognition of its importance in general healthcare across the UK, then of course industry is going to benefit if the business goes up and expands, all those people that still don't seek regular dental care, that ought to be in regular dental care, if through this initiative, we can get more of them coming, um, and who ideally getting regular longitudinal care and looking after their oral health and things like dental attractiveness and all the rest, that your know, makes the profession happier, makes dental industry happier because of more consumables, more equipment sold, etc. Um, and everybody wins. Patients are better off. They get better oral health. Professions happier. Dental industry happier. So hopefully it's a win-win-win situation uh, for all involved. So yes, again, uh, college is very keen to. Industry would like to get more engaged and more contribute to. Absolutely delighted.
0: Fantastic. Well, obviously, I wish you every you know kind of future success. Now, and you know, hopefully, everyone's listening to this, and if they haven't already, thinking about joining.
1: Oh, that's great. Well, to a certain extent, I stand back because I was asked four or five years ago by FGDP to say the time is now. It was at their twenty-fifth anniversary, or just about. They said. You, will you leave this you, and get this to the launch pad, as it were? Yeah. Um, and this what I've done. It, the college was fully activated just last week on the 1st of July. And on that day, I handed uh, the presidency over. The trustees generously made me honorary founding president of the college. But I handed over the presidency to Abby Powell, who is now president. I'm rightly and properly so you know he is a much younger person. He's actively in clinical practice. Um, you know, folks that know me, um, you know, past retirement age, probably. And yeah, you know, I'm not the right person to leave this college, but I'm still going to be behind it. There is going to be a, a guild for retired oral health professionals as well. I'm going to. I'm determined that I'm going to get up and running. <laughs> Great power is going to be brought into the fold. Um, so they don't escape either. So if you're out there and you're like me, retired, you're off the GDC list, I want you in the membership as well because that's important. A lot of you know expertise and experience and so on, really, really valuable to the college. So I'm stood back a little bit. I've done the job I was asked to do. I'm still going to be heavily involved. So I'm now... President Emeritus is the title they've given me, so uh, I stand back a bit, but I'm still providing a lot of support and help and background, and I will certainly be working on uh, the application for the Royal Charter and other activity, including, dare I say, not just membership, but fundraising as well, because this has cost quite a bit, a lot of legal fees, a lot of advice and it's all been done through donations um, we have not taken money from fgdp or all culture surgeons of england or anything so that we maintain our independence the people would like to be uh be down in the role of honor um please just contact me dead easy i will be more than happy to guide people through the process
0: Fantastic. We'll include your uh, email address on the description for the episode as well as people can find it. And uh, as as well as the college website. So, you know, go and look up more, find out more, join.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you. That's the message. So, yeah, and you heard it here, uh, which is important. Uh, And the support of um, yourself and uh, the pro in helping get the message out there is hugely appreciated. It's important and we look forward to having arrangements hopefully we can fill some of your column space in the future and keep people
0: appraised of all exciting developments. That'd be fantastic. Thank you, Ned. All right. No, thank you.